Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. from Obvious Bozos, Episode 3. I'm Drew, Director of Digital Content for the Strickland SNY, yes, MSG Plus. Zach is with me. Zach, how's it going? Uh, It's great. Looking forward to a Knicks game in two hours from now. Two hours, yes. So guys, we're going to have, we're going to like, boom, 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 these tanks. And we got a lot of them. And they are there's some good ones. But before we a get record to, high, a record high of takes. A record high. So guys, thank you. Thank you for the takes. Yeah. Keep them coming because we're going to do as as much as we can. And we're going to crank out all of them in a good amount of time. But we got to respect because you've probably went to it already while you're listening to this. Strickland's having a watch party. Um it happened. So <laughs> like I hope it went well. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so we got to get that to mind. But before we get into all, we, we got everything. Let's get to some uh our sponsors because we got to make the sponsors happy because that's where we make that money. So Bet Online is our first sponsor because our second sponsor is going to be an even more interesting one. So the last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. The NFL, college football, and NHL in full swing, BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at the fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport. A- anime? That's not. That typo. I don't know that, why that's there. Uh-oh. But <laughs> access to every sport. Anime. I think it meant I think it meant and more, but I, I and more, but no sports, anime. I don't know. <laughs> Head to bed online today to get in on the action. That's definitely another. This is great. Don't forget to use promo code Bleeb, which is B L E A V, to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Again, that's B L E A V. Bleeb. And then our second sponsor is, of course, the Strickland. Guys, the Strickland has an Instagram account. You got to check it out. That's where all, that's where all the art is. That's it's it's the place to go because you know, Twitter is what's going on over there. That's bizarre. But no, head over to Instagram. You can follow us at the Strick.land. We also have a YouTube channel where you may actually just be watching this podcast you just slap it on in the background you want to see our beautiful mugs as you do some chores um whenever you're listening to this but um that's where we're gonna be and make sure you subscribe obviously to our youtube we got plenty of content coming because we have all of our all of our other podcasts from pod strickland to strictly nfl that stuff goes on there our uh, post games that's going on there as well so don't miss out on the actions definitely subscribe 
then we also have a Patreon, and the Patreon has tons of new content. For six months, for $6 a month, you get access to a full version of this pod, which means you get the full entirety of this and not just that, that little sliver in the beginning. So like, definitely subscribe so you get the entirety of this. You also get access to our amazing Discord server where you can submit takes for this show on with Friday's episode of Pod Strickland, feature articles from Matthew Miranda, the professor, and invites to private events throughout the season and discounted merchandise. So again, like if you subscribe, you'd be at that watch party. You would have been at that watch party on Friday when the Knicks, we're going to say, beat the Bucks handily by 25. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Dangerous <laughs> words. I know, that's not, words. I know, that's not going to age well. Uh, for $9 yeah. a month, you get access to our brand new NFL show, Strictly NFL, hosted by Jeff and Con. You also get even more perks if you subscribe to one of our elevated tiers. So guys, go to patreon.com backslash or forward slash, whatever slash you do for the URL. The Strickland, go right to it, or you can go to the Strict.land and click on your Patreon tab. So, Zach, are you ready for the collection of Julius Randall takes? We're going to have to. Okay, so before we even get into this, I meant to tell you this before we hit record, but I'll tell you it now. We got a lot of Randall takes. As a lot, expect. a lot. As one would expect, we got a lot of Randall takes. And instead of just, like, doing the same Randall bit every 15 minutes when we get through, like, three or four takes that are not mm-hmm. Randall-related, I reorganized them, and I put all the Randall takes in the beginning. But there's actually one beautiful Knicks take that I put first, and then we'll get into, like, I think it's seven, eight Randall takes. Yes. So that's ready that's the run of show. It's the run Yeah, so, like, for, eight for Randall three takes. guys, you're going to get our basketball analysis and on these takes. So, like, that's great, but you're going to miss out on, like, anything other. So if you're like, crap, I really don't want to listen to Julius Randall talk, subscribe to the Patreon, because we'd be far and away away from it. But our first take is from Franklin Chubb. The season is off to a great start. I feel great. <laughs> Franklin, there's no way you feel great. I, that's not even a take. I feel like it's a lie. <laughs> uh, no, that's definitely a take, and it's, uh, it's pretty warm, you know, pretty hot, because I would imagine that most listeners are not feeling very great after the first five games. You could yeah, feel okay. No. You could feel pretty good. You could feel like complacent, you know, like high ceiling, but you can't feel great. So this is pretty warm, pretty hot take. What do you think? I've been only good vibes for these past five games. That's what I've been on the on the Discord. So I'm always finding the positive spin for every single game. So to me, the season is going great. Now, if you say actually watch the games and look at the stats and rewatch the film like Tibbs does three times, that will tell you that my assessment of things are great is not true. But it doesn't matter because I'm not looking at those. I'm looking at Mitch being elite. I'm looking at quickly starting off really hot. I'm looking at RJ, who was desperately needed in that half game, like desperately needed. And he's playing well. Brunson's getting his shots. They're not going in. So, like, there are some good things, but no, it, it's the play of Julius Randle's concerning. Right? Like, it's concerning, and Hart doesn't look ready. White Dante's blowing layups. He's been very good, though, White Dante, but he's blowing layups. I don't like it. Uh, Br- Brunson isn't making shots. That is troubling. Um, so, like, <laughs> there are some things, like, Grimes is lost in the offense. Whether you think he has the high ceiling or the low ceiling or whatever it is, but like he's not really involved. 
right now. Um, Heart Sign's been good. And, like, that's it. Right? And, yeah. like, they just haven't played well. And Julius Randle has been really bad. Like, he's just been bad. Like, I don't really know how else to describe it. Right? Like, it's just not good basketball. It's not even, like, not good for him. or It's just, like, generically not good basketball. He's done some fine things. He is passing a little more, which is... I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say that. Like, there was that one game, and we won yeah. in the past. But since then, it's just been – I mean, I don't want to, like, regurgitate everything. I, I was on Pat Strickland instead of Schwinn this week because uh, he had some reservations. But I don't want to say the same thing mm-hmm. again. But mm-hmm. Prez and I were basically talking about how you can have a bad game and do other stuff and be okay, and the team will yeah. survive or yes. just do what they usually do. But you can also have a bad game and tank the entire lineup you're in and become up a complete negative. And that's what he's been doing. And you can say he's do, he's done like this and that on the other side, but it's it's all been negative for him recently. It's hard to watch, and it's hard so, not to think it's going to. Yeah, no. Off. So we're going to cut right there because we have yeah. some piping hot Julius Randall takes. So I hope you guys yeah, are ready. That's for a good this. idea. So G Bake says Leon will fire Tibbs before trading Randall because it's way easier to replace a coach than an All NBA forward. So see, we're starting off strong. Yeah, this is a, right. a hot one. Hot one. We're getting there, right? We're getting that's a good one. We like that so far. Kyle has, Randall will continue being one of the worst players in the league up to our 25th game, 25 game threshold, and it will cause a big roster shakeup. Ooh, man, guys, I let's let's talk. Let's do these two together because these are both about like potential shakeups. Listen, let's let's do them together because these are this is like I said, we're starting off hot with uh just these two though, and then we'll move on to the rest. Yeah, we'll keep going. I'm saying them all out. Yeah, 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 guys, that's what I'm saying. We have some good quality Randall takes here. He's good. Um. I feel like G Baked has like a, it's a it's a hot take, and I think it's a like there is some good ground for it, and I think that's just something I don't think the fans actually want to hear, right? Because yeah. like I think that's probably the logic that's going to be behind it, right? Because it's like how do you move a two time All NBA player? Like we've obviously all watched them; we know the roller coaster. That is Julius Randle. We know the highs are all NBA worthy, but the lows are the lows are really bad, and it really does hurt this team. But like on the surface, right? If you're a casual fan, and they're on the surface, you're like, "Well, Julius Randle's doing twenty and ten. He's all NBA. He's been he's been great." What do you mean he's the issue, right? So it's just like it, there is this weird disconnect at a very macro level. If you're not watching day to day. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, well, it's the coach. Because that's usually what they do. They okay. do then star player. All right. I'm going to push back on this for a push, weird reason. Push it back. Push it back. Let's go. This is another thing we were talking about with Pred, so I don't spend too much time on it. But No, it's okay. There was a, I, don't, there was a take, I don't know what you guys said. There was a take submitted in here, and we'll, I think we'll get to it. But it was a, submitted by Schwinn, and he was like, Randall caught wind of the front office's plans. And he's not in them, and he's kind of just mailing it in like, right now. And that's also if you want to go like big conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat. Is, like he switched, yeah. he switched his his agent from CAA. You know, I don't want to look too deep into that, but it is something. You know, I can't just completely ignore it. And it, it mm-hmm. if you connect the dots, it does make some sense. It's a plausible theory. I don't know. Like we don't think we don't have enough to say this is the concrete answer. But if if it if there is a disconnect between Randall and the front office and they're not as married as they once were, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one to go before Tibbs. And we were here through the last episode talking about a Tibbs extension. Like not it's only a good five yeah. games. 
Like so, I, no, I think it, I, I that think is it fair. Go, it can go both ways. It so. can go both ways. So that is fair because this front office they extended Randall, but they didn't actually like stop him. He wasn't one right, of their, and, their original guys. Right. It's they kind of him. similar. It's similar to Barrett, too, right? It's like it's not one of their guys. Mitch has become one of their guys. Yeah. But, like, he's not. But, like, the other two in RJ and Randall aren't. I mean, like I said, it, it's that's also very – there is a plausibility in that, like, Randall will go because Tibbs is the guy. And honestly, like, even when you're – if you're going in, like, that route, too, Tibbs, the start the season hasn't been like super tipsy, I think to say. I mean, I know people are going to want quickly to play more, which is totally fair. But like at the same time, like I do understand some of his decisions to a degree. I don't think he's been awful the start of the year, Tibbs. So I wouldn't be surprised if like that carries over in front of us. Like, well, Tibbs is yeah. Pretty it's it's really hard to like do this after five games because like the sample size isn't big enough for either of them, and like you have to have like something to look at to evaluate who was worse, and we don't really have that yet. And right now, if if you do want to go off five games, it's Randall. But I think this take is kind of yes. coming from an area where they're expecting the playing field to even between those two. So yeah, so I we are like that twenty five game threshold. I think that's a good point, though, right? Like Kyle said, like when we get to that threshold, that's when we could be like, all right, these are the current concerns yeah. of the team. Then we can start evaluating. And yeah, that's when the December, you know, December 15th deadline for free agents who've signed in the offseason are allowed to be traded. But if it's around that threshold, I mean, it's a possibility. So yeah. Omar has, I'd move Randall before Tibbs. Gax dash AJAB. As Randall's trade value is much lower than we think, and we'd be lucky to get a protected first in a trade where he's not sweetening the pot. Where we're not sweetening the pot, yeah. So, and then we're going to stop for a moment right after Mikey's, because it just made me uh, laugh, is <laughs> Julius Randall is the Knicks version of Jeremy Shockey, which is, yes, yes he is. Like, that's a good point. I, I have an unfortunate admission, a fault, perhaps. What's that? I don't know. I don't know who Jeremy Shockey is. I mean, that's totally fair. He was before your time, right? He was. This... Okay, I want to make sure. I, 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 he could have been a modern day person that I didn't no, know. So no, I was no, worried. No. I was worried about that. All right. Good. So this is when I was watching football. So Jeremy Shockey was a tight end originally out of the University of Miami. He was like this big, but strong, basically this big, strong dude who was just like barreling over people. And at his height, like when Jeremy Shockey was really good, he was like. Very, very difficult to match up with. Um, he's not Gronk, because Gronk is, like, the best, I think. I don't really know tight ends. I don't know football. So NFL people, like, if you're listening to this, if you're like, these takes are terrible, yes, obviously. <laughs> I don't There's actually a them. big NFL take coming. We'll, we'll get to yeah. it. Um, but, like, Jeremy Shockey, like, was, like, his highs were highs, but his lows were really low, right? And it, like, okay. and he was, like, a big, and he was, like, a big name, right? Like, in football for the, uh, for the Giants. Like, he was, he was a, like in the area, so I like that. But let's get to uh, so Omar is in the uh, in the G bank section, right? Randall's gone before Tibbs, and then Gax is is trade value is much lower. So these are two separate. These values. are two separate. Yeah. Yes, but 
I mean, before we get into the second one of them, I am probably in the Omar G. Bake camp that I would, if I was like the man upstairs for this team, I would move Randall before Tibbs too. So, are you not in that boat? Are you in that boat? I want to be in that boat, but there's just something like like deep in my gut that's like, I think they would do the coach then the player move. I don't know why. Um, there's nothing really to actually point to it. Like I don't have any sort of like. If if you were in charge though, what would you do? Oh, I would trade Randall. I okay, would have like I. I feel like that's going to be the majority take around. I think it is, parts. and yeah, it would have been smart to trade him in the off season. It would have been very unpopular, right? Like in terms of like right. Randall rebounded back right after, like, you know, the playoffs. He got hurt. You're really going to, like, not bet on him type of thing? Yeah. And my answer would have been, like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, again, like, we'll see how Obi does. Like, he, he may not pan out. It doesn't really matter at this point. But, like, I would have given him a shot. Like, why not? Just in terms of he's, like, a connector. And I think this team needs more of those type of guys than, like, because you have Brunson who's just been on the ball and, like, looking for his own shot and nothing else, right? So, like, he's already starting the season a little shaky, but, like, Brunson's more of, like, me first. RJ is me first. <laughs> right? Mitch doesn't do anything. I don't mean this in a bad way, but, like, Mitch doesn't really do anything other than what Mitch is really good at. So, like, he does not, his Mitch stuff. Yeah, He does his Mitch so. stuff. He's not, like, on the ball. And yeah. Grimes is like, yeah, okay, well, Grimes is in the corner, right? So it's just like... For now, I, I mean... For now. So it's like, yeah. I want the Knicks to have someone who moves the ball. So that's not to say Obi was like this amazing ball mover, but I thought he was a better ball mover and kind of like connective passer than Randall ever was. Randall's very much a create-a-shot passer. I agree. I, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but it, you could have gone a different route too. It didn't have to just be like Obi at the four, right? It could have been a Randall in a trade somewhere and you bring in a uh, a starting four or a backup four to like split minutes with Obi. Like I don't I don't have that thing, but I would have traded Randall in the offseason when I think his value is the highest because I I'm kinda with gags, right? Like I don't think Randall's value is high. I I okay. really don't. Lower than what we may think is kind of a hard way to put it because I think yes, that is because if you ask around, like the we is not going to be consensus on what Randall's trade value is. Like it's a really, really hard thing to gauge. And I don't know. Were you looking in general today? Somebody was sending like a Grizzlies three team trade, and it was that was Santi. It was I don't know. That was that was Omar. Shout out to Omar for his Uh, for his Grizzlies um, Bulls. Yeah, Cody Rita, I, I gotta find it. I, I gotta remember what it was because this was like a, a blink twice reaction for me. I was like, it was, Wait a what, oh, yeah. it was the six. No, I think wasn't it the Sixers Bulls Knicks? Uh, I, on. Where Levine went to the Sixers, Tobias went to the Knicks. Nope, it's right here. It's it's the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Grizzlies, and the Knicks would receive Levine from the Bulls, uh-huh. and Zaire Williams and Sandy Aldama from the Grizzlies, and then the uh-huh. Bulls would get. Fournier, Kennard, and Grimes. So we're basically giving away, and then the Grizzlies end up getting Randall, and that's it. So the trade for us is Randall, Grimes, and Fournier to, for Levine, Zaire, Williams, and Aldama. So it's hard to like even gauge. I, think I actually like 
kind of understand this deal. That was not that's that, something that I would do. That's not but, bad, though. Yeah, it's not like, a bad deal. If that deal actually happened, you would kind of like talk yourself kind of into it, right? You could yeah, be like, all I, right, I could talk myself into this a thousand percent, but I'm not the one who's picking up the phone and being like, all right, guys, bring me Sandy Aldama. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't do that trade as a fan if Woj tweeted that out right now. I'd be like, I really don't like Zach Levine, but I yeah. also really don't like Randall Bush, so I'll take the shot of Levine. <laughs> That's basically all it is. Also, are we starting Aldama at the four? Is that, is that what this trade is? Because we're moving Randall as our only No, player. I think it would be – I think they're going to start Josh Hart. So it would be Brunson, Levine, RJ, Hart, and Mitch. I, Which – all right. It's, I want. I don't want to stray too far away. We yeah. had to take about Randall's free value itself. This is a total. We're way too deep in this. I know. I know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so like they get a protected first. I mean, I could see that. Like, I don't know. I don't think the Knicks would get. I would think maybe the less thing is. I don't know if it'd be protected. I think we could probably get an unprotected pick for Julius Randall. Right. I would be kind of shocked if it wasn't. Like, it's like, it was, also, you have to, like, think about what team he's going to, and it's hard to, like, evaluate, right. like, what, because right. if certain teams don't have draft capital to offer you, so it's going to be, like, a more of a player-heavy package, and then there are teams that are just mm-hmm. sitting on a mountain of capital, and it's going to be just, like, some salary and a bunch of picks. So there's different ways to do it, and it's not an exact science at all. Right, like, what if it's just, like, if you do, say, with Detroit, I don't know if the salaries specifically match, but if it's, like... Bagley, Bagdanovich, and like two protected first or something like that, where it's like, all right, well, you have a veteran who can play in Bogdanovich. I don't really know much about Bagley. His that game, would make me sick. That he's disgusting. That would make me absolutely sick. I mean, I think it would make a lot of Knicks fans sick, but like maybe that would be something where you're just like Bagley has potential. I don't know. I can't really. That doesn't sound like anything. 2023, we're doing Bagley has potential shit? No. Oh, I, no, I, I'm just saying, like, what would the argument be? Like, I I guess that's the argument. I don't know. That doesn't seem right. He's He's been in the league for a while, but, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't even want to give any thought to Bagley potential talk in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Bagley, future New York Knicks starting Dude, power forward. There was a long period of time where, like, I had to – I was in, like, high school or maybe late middle school doing Marvin Bagley Knicks jersey swaps. That's great. I, I it's like this it. is our guy. He's coming. Look at this lottery. We're getting him. That's amazing. Right. I mean, people That's were it. doing that with uh with what's his name? Okafor too. So Oh, that was I was right there. I was in the field mm-hmm. doing the Okafor. We lose more for Okafor. That was the thing back in the day. Spare one has Randall will pick up his game just in time for the deadline, and Tibbs will fight the front office tooth and nail to keep him. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bullius Hater has Julius Randall is the in his present state, is more of a negative than Elfer Payton was. I mean, bullies. That is that is scorching hot. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, the numbers may actually they actually in terms of impact numbers may actually agree with you, but like that is scorching hot. I don't know. That's horrible. That's a good one because Alfred was very much like. I mean, Elfer Payton's not the is Elfer Payton in the NBA anymore. Yes, I think he got like a weird flyer with a team. I mean, let me check. Okay, but you get, but you get what I'm saying though, right? Like, we don't know if he's in the NBA. Oh no, no, he, he he's not. He's right. not. Julius Randle's definitely going to still be in the NBA. Like, he's still going to be a productive player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he might be a negative like Alfred right now, but no, not like Alfred. But spare one though, that's hot, and I don't want it to happen. Like reading that, it's like I have a. 
Please. Don't I have do a that. deep cut, deep cut lore. Pre pre Strickland, I had an agenda after the like in the middle of the pandemic. This is before the pandemic season had started. Right. We got pandemic. Pre pandemic. Yeah, there, there was a there was an art. There was a, a long time debate over who was worse, Peyton or, or Randall. Like that was a thing before the pandemic season happened. And I was the guy on the front lines of the Randall was worse than Alfred Payton thing at that time. And then I looked like a total loser after Randall had that 2020-21 season. And Payton was still like an, a nightmare. So I ate my words. But there was, that was, Payton was a different kind of bad in that season. Mm-hmm. He was way worse than he was in his first season, which was 19-20. So if you're thinking about like that version of Payton versus this version of Randall, I don't even think it's close. I don't no, think it's, it's close. Yeah, yeah, Peyton was bad. Peyton was really bad. I can yeah. see spare one though. That reality coming yeah. true. Oh, and it would a little bit more. Yeah, this one. Okay. Yeah, that would like I could see that happening, and that would actually be, I think, like a not smart decision for the Knicks. Yeah, I don't think Tibbs would fight tooth and nail to keep Randall because this is a weird thing. President I talked about too, but. Do you remember last year where there was like a rumor that Tibbs wanted to trade Randall for Tobias Harris like early in the season? I think it was like last December that came out. And then it was the front office who shut that down. It was like the uh-huh. other way around of what Spur was saying. But I'm sure things have absolutely changed since then. And like the sample size we've seen from Randall here is not what it was last year. And there would be a basis no. for the argument. So I don't know if like the front office would fight tooth and nail to keep him or if like well, the first part of the stake is even crazier. Randall will pick up his game ahead of the deadline. That's a big if. That's the bet. That's a big one in itself. So, yeah, that's. I mean, it's really bad right now. So I think by default, it's going to get better. I don't know how better though. Yeah, like it's it's pretty bad right now. Um. So uh, you know what, guys? Guess what we're gonna do? This is where the free show ends. I know. But guess what? But guess what, guys? Like, you got to subscribe for the full show. You got to get on Patreon and subscribe to listen to everything. $6 tier. Get in. Submit your takes. You'll get to hear everything and more. Uh, And also, like, you may get the soundboard only on the paid version. So, like, if you actually want, like, the stuff that we're doing that makes the show this show, get on Patreon, sign up so you can listen to the full thing. Now, we're switching over. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.